Welcome back to the Weekly Driver Podcast. My name is James Rea. I'm an automotive columnist for Bay Area News Group, and I publish the website, theweeklydriver.com. My colleague and friend, uh, as always, with very rare exception, is Bruce Aldrich. And today on our podcast, we're going to take a little bit different approach. Um, With rare exception, we've had guests on every week for two and a half years now, something like that. But today, Bruce and I are going to just um, solve a lot of automotive problems and and talk about what's going on in the industry. But we want to start with um, one of our favorite people who just provides a lot of information to us over the years. And she's not with us as a guest, but we're going to discuss some of the information she's provided. Uh, She's an analyst with uh, IC Cars, lowercase i-s-e-e cars.com. Her name is Julie Blackley. And she just provides um, just a great amount of statistics and analytics as an analyst uh, for for cars. And we're going to go over uh, today, uh, among many other topics, um, some of the information she's forwarded in recent months. And we're going to start with a kind of an unusual uh, area, and that is um, cars that uh, vehicles that owners keep uh, uh, original owners keep the longest. If I have that right, Bruce. Right. Yep. That's welcome. It. As always, good to good to be with you in your house. Hi, is where our studio yeah. is, and uh, we had a cup of coffee, so we're going pretty good. So um, I'll let you carry it. What 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 is this? This is a survey that's that you have to kind of look at a little different way when you're doing the numbers. But it's it's. Do I have it right? It's the cars that original owners keep the longest. Is yes. That, yeah. Yes. That's it. Okay. So where do we go from there? What what do you what what's on the list? What do you think? Well, it's interesting what's on the list. Yes. Uh, starting out, number one was the Toyota Highlander. That's a that's a SUV vehicle that uh, it's been around quite a few years now, and that was uh, number one. The Toyota Sienna, number mm. two, the minivan. Minivan. Uh huh. And I don't know why the Toyota over the Honda, but that's what it is. And it's like what eighteen percent, eighteen something percent for the. For the Highlander? Yeah, 18% of the owners, the original owners after 15 years. Still that's have just, that car. That's just crazy to That's me. crazy number, isn't yes. it? That's, that, it makes you kind of want to go out and buy a Highlander right now, I think, for the, uh, for, for the retention of that car is, is great. Well, hang on. Don't, not just oh. the, the Sienna and okay. the Highlander. Please, it's please. The, the top four cars are all Toyotas. So Boy. this is a Toyota ad. Yeah, we're, we're consultants. for. We ought to be getting some new Toyotas here pretty quick. Go ahead. So it's the Sienna, the Tacoma, and the Tundra, the top four cars. Uh-huh. And so compared to average, they're almost like double every other car out there that um, are kept for 15 years or more. Do you think by if, the original Toyota, if Toyota must know these numbers, and you think if I was a marketing guy, I'd be using this number every day. I'd, just, I'd flood the whole industry with look how long our cars last kind of thing and look how much our owners keep their cars. It's, I would yeah. market that to... to, to as much as they could. And here's my favorite, the yeah. uh, Subaru. It's yeah, there you go. Number you're the, five. You're the owner, but of course. It's, it's the Forester, not the Outback that I yeah. have. But uh, the little Forester. And then then the RAV4. Now, that's a real popular car. I see yes. I, I see why that one's on there. And then it gets into a couple of Hondas, like a Honda Pilot, Honda CRV. Yes. And then back to Toyota again, and it's the Prius of all vehicles. Yes. I think those drivers just, just drive them into the ground. You know, it's all about economy. That's why they got them. Yeah, I think the first one was in 2000, and we're only 20 years into it. So um, you can see some. Or the resale so bad when the batteries are, oh, are dead that they can't get rid of them, so they just drive them around as a gas car. I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know what the what would be a what is a 20 year old 
Toyota Prius worth? Uh, <laughs> you got know, me. I, I should have looked that up. I guess, I guess but it's okay. Yeah, you go to IC Cars, though, you can find out. You can they find out. They got every, everything. So, And then the Honda Civic. Honda Civic. I mean, that... That's that makes a car sense. that everybody keeps. Yeah. Right. It makes sense. You 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 have it, you give it to your child, your child gives it to their child, and then your, right. your grandkids getting it by now, right? Um so yeah, how can you go wrong with a Honda Civic? They last you hear people all the time, I've drove the car three hundred and fifty thousand miles, whatever it might be, they just keep going. They go and go. And then the number fifteen, that's this is another uh, if you're into that kind of thing, um, it's the Toyota Land Cruiser. Yes. People who have those love them. They take them everywhere, off-road, yep. camping trips uh, across the country, whatever they do with them. Um, pretty versatile, uh, durable car. And then uh, Julie also forwarded two other in, in recent times. Again, this is Julie Blackley from iccars.com. Um, great website. You can take it anywhere you want to take it, just in terms of you're thinking about a car uh, new or used and their analytics, it, it kind of reminds me of in, in a weird way, what golf does. If you want to find out how a golfer's doing, you can go on PGA tour.com and find out, you know, what, what their putting averages from 10 feet in, what their driving distance is, what, how many times they're in the rough or how many times they make the, fr- we can find unbelievable stats on golfers. It's like baseball. Then, it's huh? like baseball it, for statistics junkies. This site is where you go for, I see cars. I see cars for yeah. for guys who, and women who are just into the, the statistics about vehicles you'd never even consider, or I wouldn't. And now I'm glad I did because it's it's every, they have everything. So what was it? What was the second recent survey they did, Bruce? It was on uh, uh, 2020. Was it on 2020 cars? Yes, uh, I'm finding it here. Yeah. The first thing is that uh, the average price of a new car is uh, exceeding thirty-seven thousand dollars. I say right now. Yeah, that's it's so. It was thirty-one just couple of years ago it's hard to believe then it went 33 now they say right. 37 <clears throat> so if you're wow. if you're yeah if you're it's hard to put to really justify um not too long ago forty thousand thirty thousand dollars was the entry point for a luxury car and now the entry point for a luxury car is like forty five thousand. so if the average price of a new car is 37 seems to me the average price of a luxury car must be up to like 50. I don't, I don't know. It's just it, off the charts with, with prices. I don't get it. Why? It seems like it, there's so much competition. It almost would go down. Maybe it's labor charges. What, what's involved in that? Do you think? Why do cars cost so much? Manufacturing costs, yeah. uh, regulations. Yeah. All of that. A little everything. So the best used car in 2020. Yeah. Toyota, Toyota 4Runner. Again, we're Toyota. Runner-up Toyota Highlander. Okay. Then the next is a passenger car, Honda Civic, and mm-hmm. Toyota Corolla. I mean, those two are always dueling it out. Yeah, the Corolla is the... They've sold more Corollas than any, any, any car in history, right? One every minute, somewhere on the, every 30 seconds, a Corolla sells somewhere in the world, and, and the Civic is probably not too far behind it. They don't sell the Corona anymore. I remember back in the oh, day, yeah, the it was always Corona. confusion. Do you have a Corolla or do you have a Corona? Yeah. The best minivan, Toyota Sienna. Yeah, I don't know much about the... I think Honda I've Odyssey one. behind that. I sure like the... I prefer the Honda Odyssey. Oh, in a heartbeat. Just because I, I, I really like... There's nothing wrong with the Sienna, but the, no. the, 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 the seat configurations in the Odyssey and... 
the position of where you drive in that car, the uh, overall vision. It just, to me, that car, it could be a car among the few cars you could buy as a single person or uh, a two-person family with a basically a family car. It's, it serves a lot of purposes. It, it gets great gas mileage. You could have it as a, a one-person family and not feel like you were doing anything wrong, right? Well, I used to have that. <laughs> there, there it was go. my rolling locker room. I was uh, That's you know, right. into sports, and it, uh, it's perfect for changing and sleeping overnight. But it was a Ford uh, Aerostar. Oh, it like, was, like it our was old way way before these little little minivans they have now. Like our old friend Alex Hunold, his original beater van that he had for years, right? He slept in it. He lived yeah, in it for six exactly. months. He still has a van, but now, still it's, has a, now yeah. it's the big Sprinter van, I believe. Yeah, he's got the, the top of the line because he's gotten quite famous but yeah a, a van that you can live in when you were a bachelor and you know out living with the dirt and stuff yep, you were exactly. that's that was that was what you had so yeah honda c is great santa's great go ahead best sports car i mean that could be anything right it could be I anything mean, what what the heck is the best sports car they're gonna say corvette i'm guessing is it corvette well that's what you'd think that'd be on the list yeah. it's ford mustang and runner-up dodge charger boy they're inexpensive people want them that's true they don't good, lose good, value good. Good point. I thought, and then maybe the it's the Mazda Miata. I guess sold more than any, but I don't. I don't it's like a mini sports car. It really isn't a well. It's reliability's in, yeah. in in the mix here, and yes. also safe safety. Okay, so maybe the the smaller car loses out. I I think you're right. Yeah. So and those, the best hybrid car, is, you know. Yeah. Prius, what else of is there? <laughs> Prius, and then the Camry hybrid. Right. We, uh, we, I did have, which is the same, I'm sure the same drivetrain. So yes, it is. I did have the couple weeks ago, I had the, um, Hyundai Ionic and that is the hybrid that people are talking about that could give, um, the Prius a run for its money because the gas mileage is better than the Prius and, uh, the warranty is better than the Prius and it, doesn't look like um, a vehicle from another planet. It, it looks like a car, and uh, I just drove it. So I wrote a real positive review about it, and I read some other reviews, and the people said the same thing. I hadn't read the reviews before. They said, yeah, this is a car that could um, move up in sales, and the Prius, of course, is, still sells the most, but its sales have tumbled in, in the last two or three years. So if you're into the a market for a, a really good um not entry level, but uh, value economically priced and uh, 55 miles to the gallon is the Hyundai Ionic. I like the Ionic. It, yeah. Uh, sporty is a little too too big a word, but it, it's fun yeah, to drive. Fun to drive. And, and, it, and like you say, you don't look like you're in some moonship. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, you don't get you won't get dirty looks like being from one of those liberal Californians, right? People associate Priuses yeah. with liberal. You could be a Texan and, and still drive. Yes, exactly. Um, go ahead. Best EV electric vehicle. Oh, much as I hate to say it, it's gotta be Mr. Musk's it has to, it, Tesla. It, it's a Tesla model S. Yeah. And what, and, um, runner perf- up runner performance. Up. Let's go to the, the Tesla performance. Oh my goodness. Uh, the performance range, way uh, yep. comfort, all those things, despite yeah. all the other issues that are occurring, give it, give, um, give props when it's due, right? It's, it's got a lot of positives. Yeah. You know, it's probably the most expensive car on this whole list of, of everything. So it's, yeah. it's 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 in the luxury car price tag. Of course, I don't call Model S a luxury car, but it's got a luxury price. Yeah, it's still an elitist car. 
the average person can't no. be thinking yeah. environmental concerns and uh, doing right for the planet and all that. Uh, the average person can't afford that car, right? Yeah. The uh, runner-up was they put the Chevy Volt. With the V. With a V. No longer which, made. Which is, um, you know, not a full electric. It's an electric car, but it has a gas motor to charge right. the battery. Right. So, um, Julie, did, Julie, Julie said that they, they threw other car plug-in hybrids in the yes. mix just to get more than otherwise it would be. A short not, list. <laughs> not, yeah, it'd be a very short list. Yeah. And, and just to go over that, the, 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 the Volt stopped, what, two years ago? And now it's the the bolt. I just saw one today. Just, I, yeah, you don't see very you don't many. Don't see of them. very They're many. But the selling. range is is more than the Tesla, right? That that's it's about the same. About the I same thought. as the Tesla. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think the top end you can buy different battery packs for the uh, Tesla. Yeah. Um, but for their more middle of the road or standard Tesla, yes. it's it beats that, I believe. It's around two forty eight. Was it something like that? Yeah, two fifty. Yeah. That's yeah. It's, and you get still get. The Tesla, by the way, its its uh, rebate stopped, but the right. the yeah. federal rebate stopped. But other electric vehicles rebate still intact. Well, I, I heard the uh, sales, the, the amount of cars going out the door at Tesla, just really took a plunge this last quarter. Yes, when that federal dropped. Yes. Well, we have a California has a big one, right? So yeah. maybe it didn't slow down much here, but in other states that don't have the state rebate, right? That took a dive. It on, took a dive on, on uh, Tesla. Yeah. Best used luxury car. I mean, this could be anything, right? Yeah. Because what do, what do we have? On? Most luxury buyers don't want to use car. They don't want to keep it, right? Mm-mm. I mean, that's part of the joy, I guess. When you got money, you're you're gonna Turn them over. Yes. Anyway, they, they list the Lexus ES350 mm-hmm. and then the Mercedes-Benz E-Class as a runner-up. And those two aren't in the same class. So I, No. It seems, uh, I mean, that Mercedes costs way more than that 350 It does. And, and I like both of those cars, but we're both, I think, Mercedes guys. I think we would opt for the Mercedes. I, if if uh, the price yeah. wasn't the object, I, I would take yeah. that car and drive to LA all the time and just be in a luxury cruise mobile and not have a care in the world by and large, I guess. Then they go luxury SUV. The other thing we went on Mm. was just SUV. Right. This is luxury SUV. Let me see. Let me take a wild guess at this. Is it the Escalade? Well, that's a good one. And Mm. the two that are on this list, I don't really consider them luxury Mm -hmm. SUVs. Uh, The Acura MDX. Oh, okay. Good car. I mean, yeah, it's, but, but, it's got a lot of stuff. And then the Volvo XC90. Yeah, we uh, Volvo's hard to beat. You know, you're, that's a car that might last forever as well. It's probably not on the list, but you um, can't see anything about bad about Volvo as far as I'm concerned. I love every, all through the lineup, they're great. Even the little V30, whatever it is, the little, yeah, the no, little one is good cars. great cars. And of course, if you have family history, we had a few of them when I was growing up and one of the first cars I drove, and it was, it was fantastic. There were, used to be box a, a box on wheels. Right now, they've come around to be modern cars. Did we have a third list? Um, well, she had most popular cars for 2020. Yeah, in um, spot via state. Via no. state, okay. right? Yeah. yeah. So, have, I mean, with these numbers, they call them analytics these yeah, days. They don't yeah. call them statistics, I guess. That's but, right. Um, you know, you can break this any way you want, and, mm-hmm. and, and that's what's really cool on IC cars. They have 
all kinds of stats if you're a stat lover. Right. If you like, like you said, baseball or golf. <laughs> baseball or golf. Then go to go to this site. I suppose if you're a, if you're if you're a cricket fancy, or you could find a website that has more statistics on cricket. But mm-hmm. since we both know baseball and golf, I mean, I I just got done writing a bunch of golf stories, and I was looking at numbers, and I can't believe that that these guys have they have you know what the what the percentage of their swing is from right to left and and like cars they have torque and all all kinds of stuff so uh, this this ic cars would uh would give pga tour.com a run for its money in terms of the analytics so so this one they have the most popular new car and mm-hmm. the most popular used car okay let's assume we're in california we have california available honda civic and honda civic <laughs> well most Boy. popular used, <laughs> yeah. Most popular new Honda Civic makes sense, right? Wow, yeah. Florida's next. The Ford F one fifty popular used, and the Toyota Corolla. It's in Florida. New. In Florida, yeah. That's kind of surprising. A used car is a truck. A new car, Toyota Corolla. I'll be done. Then they go to Georgia. F one fifty, both mm-hmm. new, okay. new and used. Those Georgians like their trucks. Yeah, there's a lot of open, open, not open roads. There's a lot of agricultural there and a lot of farming. And so that kind of makes sense, I guess. Yeah, of course it makes sense. Yeah. The next one they show is Illinois. Mm-hmm. And that's the Chevy Equinox and the Honda CRV. They have winters there. And you need those cars for winter, right? Well, you would have to assume they're four wheel drive. Yeah. That's right. Both the Equinox and the Honda. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Michigan. Chevy Equinox, new and used, it's got to be four-wheel drive. I'd like to know the breakdown if it's, it has to be four-wheel drive. Yes. North Carolina, Ford F-150, mm-hmm. and new, the Chevy Silverado. The Chevy Silverado. Good for you, Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you know, if you think about the Ford F-150, or, or the, we should say the Ford F-Series pickup trucks, the 150, 250, and 350 are... Combined, that's the biggest selling vehicle in the United States, and it has been forever. And yes, we have agricultural lands in California, but in the South and in Texas and other areas, that's where those cars sell. I mean, you could, I was in a different area. I was in Alberta, Canada uh, a couple of years ago, and I went for a run, and I just thought, I'm going to count 20 cars that go by several times and the first time it was 17 out of the 20 were pickup trucks and the next time it was 17 and the next time it was 18 so you're in places where people are are working in fields and whatever you're going to see a lot of pickup trucks we don't we have it but we have lots of other cars too so well yeah the trucks a lot of utility there a lot of utilities you know the four-door they're like an suv plus they they can haul and you have a a comfort of some of those cars are like an apartment sure yeah well, they have New York. Does anybody care what New York does? No. Okay. Although Honda CRV for used and Chevy Equinox new in New York. Yeah. Maybe it's so upstate. Why, why upstate you, New York maybe has a lot of need for that. Want to drive around in SUVs? Maybe they want to escape the city. I don't know. I guess that's it. If I if you lived in Manhattan, I don't think I'd own a car. It's it's impossible to drive a car in Manhattan. Pennsylvania Ford F one fifty used and Honda CRV for a new car. In yeah. 2020. Yeah. And then Texas, Ford F-150, Ford F-150. I'm, I'm thinking about that marketing. Gas we, is cheap. We, Gas we, is yeah, cheap we never there. see the companies 
maybe we just don't look closely enough. I, if I were a marketing person, wouldn't you just be marketing? If your car sold the most in all of these different states, I would be marketing that in all kinds of magazine ads and television and radio ads. It seems like a great, a great catch. Yeah. I don't know why they don't do it. Uh, it says here that uh, the Ford F-150 is the most popular new vehicle in 22 of the 50 states. My gosh. And the F-150 is the most popular used car in 32 of the 50 states. You're going to buy a pickup truck now? Yeah, yeah, I guess so, because I want to so. be in with a group here. <laughs> no, right. I'm not going to buy a Well, you might buy a Rivian, uh, the new one, but that's a whole other podcast episode. A Bollinger. A Bollinger, that's yeah. right. We saw those at the LA Auto Show. Well, we, we've covered some of the statistics and analytics. I, I can't get over the word statistics. It's analytics. Sorry about that, Julie. But um, we want to thank Julie and um, reiterate that if you want to go and find out almost any uh, analysis uh, and analytics of any car used or new, um, visit ICSEECars.com. And there's just um, an endless amount of information that um, is valuable for newer used cars. And they call this information from the, the data that they receive in their... Um yeah, they, from, from their from the one end from and stuff. From that's right. From from uh, vendors from sales from sales and uh, you, you see a survey and they said this is survey is um, I'm making up a number because I don't have it readily available. But this survey is not just some little tiny. We asked a thousand people. This is hundreds of thousands on each survey. is is a pretty big chunk of of data. And sometimes you see a survey and you say, well, who voted on it? Well, we had three hundred votes. Uh, best restaurant in Sacramento. We had 300 yeah. votes. Well, that doesn't mean anything. We have 500,000 people living here. But if you have a survey in a car and we, we've taken numbers from 500,000 or a million data points, that that's pretty representative of the real deal. Right. And like uh, when they talk safety, mm -hmm. Julie said that they pull that from the IIHS, right. which is the <clears throat> the people that test these cars. Right. That's true. Yeah. So, so they, they grab government data were necessary and then they also grab it from uh from ads right one ads uh, that is and new car we and we've teased julie uh she's been a guest on three or four times i'd like to know if she has one of those plastic things in her in her pocket if she has like 50 pens. pen and pencil protector yeah pen, i think so she probably does and probably one behind her ear too she's, she's not going to talk to us again i don't think <laughs> anyway we have some other topics to cover you know we 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 talk cars a lot. Uh, Bruce and I go to auto shows. We're we're I test vehicles once a week, and we're we're in the vehicle industry. And there's things that um, we're always curious about. And Bruce has a a, a list that we'd like to go over. Um, maybe somebody, if you'd like to comment, um, please visit my website, uh, theweeklydriver.com. All of our podcasts, 120 something episodes now, are all archived. We we've, we've interviewed. Um, manufacturing presidents of, of car companies. We've interviewed athletes. We've interviewed card collectors. It's all over the map in terms of who we've interviewed uh, in 121 episodes, I think, now. so Several book writers. Several book writers, um, guys we know, women we know who have vintage cars. It's just um, We just have a, a, a vast interest in, in the automotive, automotive industry. So, again, um, thank you for joining us on the Weekly Driver Podcast, and we'll speak to you next week.